it wasn't until a couple of years in that I started like really liking and having a taste for graph and having my own kind of um, taste and styles. The trains themselves are beautiful. They're like they're like tubes. They're like very small when you're when you're standing on the platform like next to them. They're quite weird, kind of alien looking. But yeah, they're like orange and they're they're cylinder shaped. Towards the end of me um, leaving Glasgow, there was there was so many of all the kind of monumental big factors uh, that everyone would learn to paint up. Hello again, mate. Welcome to episode 66 of Toy Division. This episode is with a person originally from Glasgow in Scotland, talking about the Glasgow scene. And the only downside was I thought it would be a good idea to just try and record this episode using one condenser mic. Um, and it isn't the best audio quality, but that's the reason why I've now bought this new snazzy mic that I'm using to record this. So everything has a silver lining. Anyway, please enjoy. So, where are you from? What do you want? And, um, yeah, that's it. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you want? I don't know what to, to answer. How, how specific are we being here? Actually, I shouldn't ask who you are. Okay, where are you, where are you from? I've, All right. I've only had two sips of the beer. Like, what's your full name? <laughs> no. uh, I'm, I'm from Glasgow, uh, the south side, specifically. So, people that may be a bit ignorant glasgow is a city in scotland in scotland yeah Thanks. third biggest city in the uk oh really? yeah did yeah. not know that yeah shit i'm learning things already <laughs> so, so so people that may not know because people say the uk and the uk is a collection of countries yeah known as the united kingdom essentially to be honest it was pretty much the English going and conquering people <laughs> for a fair while. Like we did speak about the other day. Yeah. Scotland, maybe Wales, they were the first ones to get a real fucking takeover by the British. Before to the be British, I shouldn't say the British, the English, before the English went and just took over the rest of the world yeah. and made everyone believe that they were lucky to have that happen and then withdrew and then sent the world into chaos. So Scotland is a part of the UK. And go and look at a map if you don't know where it is. Um, and Glasgow. So let's talk about the Glasgow scene. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know specifically? What are your? What do you know already? As a matter of fact. I know that there is a specific crew. Yeah. From Glasgow. Well, I don't know them, but I know there is a certain crew that's in Glasgow. Mm. Shout out to them. Um, we don't need to mention who that is. If anyone knows about. Glasgow, they probably know who Yeah, it'll be the top of your list, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, our claim to fame, really. And a great crew. Yeah. I, there's a specific writer in that crew, and I've, I remember seeing that person's style and being like, that is fucking fresh. Really? Wow. And that was a long time ago, and not really knowing where that style was coming from. So there's a lot of like curls and loops. I'm giving people clues here. <laughs> Are we talking about. The big dog, the main, yes, main man, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, so shout out to that crew. There's also, I many years ago in graffitism, mm. I'm, sh I'm sure there was a feature on someone that writes Mac. Mac, yeah, so he would have been maybe the generation just before yeah. this crew. Yeah. Mac, 
Um, he's one of the OGs, um, along with Gaz as well. So you kind of had Mac, Gaz, kind of the they were the first people to really um, take influence from the whole stuff we are, and then that crew we were talking about is probably the next the next generation down. And this is the thing what I love talking about graffiti is like we were talking when we met the other day. One of the things which I really wanted to talk to you about is how I mean I was I didn't I hadn't had any beer, but you guys had had a couple of beers yeah. and got onto the subject of Glasgow. Yeah. And you very passionately told me that it was like you really don't like the way that Glasgow gets like a bad name or like a not necessarily a bad name, but people are a bit like, oh. Yeah. Like quite judgmental it's got quite a negative yeah. image to it and your way of stating it I can't remember exactly what you said but it was like fuck I need to talk to someone about this because people that aren't from somewhere people that have you know assumptions of like a city or a scene yeah. or it's bad mouth <clears throat> I mean from what you were saying it sounds like the media and this is what I what I thought of Glasgow not that I ever think the media tells the truth because again it's never going to be fucking... Oh, it's on the news. It must be true. <laughs> the BBC said it. Yeah, the BBC said it, so it must be true. But there was this idea that, I think like five or ten years ago, they were pushing this idea that Glasgow was so dangerous that there was like so much knife crime, you literally yeah. step out your front door and someone's knifing you in the face. Yeah, like I, that, that is one of the biggest misconceptions. Sorry. Um, like even today, you know, um, I read in the news that there was a... Uh, it was a big fight um, in one of these parks in England. It was like an old girl knife fight and someone got stabbed, you know? And you're watching these like videos on Instagram of this old girl knife fight in London. And then I'm watching, you know, um, Instagram stories of people in Glasgow, you know? Mm. And you know, the, the polar opposite is happening. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy how it still to this day has this, you know, reputation of gangs and knife crime. I mean, it, it, it absolutely did, you know, back in the day, but Think compared to to some other cities in the UK, um, Glasgow's actually pretty safe. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because I guess we were discussing the other day, like what what would be the motivation behind painting this negative picture? Yeah, I think it's just um, you know people playing into their prejudice, and it's a socially acceptable form of you know putting Scotland down some more by, you know, saying how bad and dangerous Glasgow can be, um, you know, how shit the weather is, um, you know, our diets, you know, the amount of obesity, you know, these are just all these constant kind of negative things associated with Glasgow and really they couldn't be further from the truth. Um, you know, I've never met someone who's been to Glasgow and have a bad thing to say about it, but I've only met people who've never been, have bad things to say about it. Well, let's change people's let's, uninformed, yeah. uninformed awareness. Let's like, go through everything. Let's, let's go through. Let's go through every single thing. <laughs> no. Okay, so okay, so back in right, Mars Well, I've I've often seen that, and I've thought, fuck, that would that sounds delicious. Yeah. And again, it is literally a one-way ticket to diabetes and heart disease, but. Deep fried Mars bar. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you would want to at least try once in your life. I'm, I'm always a fan of saying try everything once. Again, try there's some it, yeah. things that you wouldn't you do. Not. You're not going to be a Prince Andrew type character. <laughs> uh, but, you know, things like 
and I probably shouldn't say this on a public podcast, but I reckon try most drugs at least once. Yeah. Give it a crack. Give it a go. No problems. No problems. So I'm now moving on to encouraging people to smoke uh, crack, which I'm not. Uh, so let's <laughs> next let's, best thing, man. You fried Mars bar. And then when you're really mashed off your tits on pills, you're outside a fucking chippy trying to smoke a fucking. <laughs> a battered Mars bar. <laughs> That's when you know you're having a good night. Yeah. Outside, you're trying to jam a battered Mars bar into a pipe. Okay, so let's let's dig into graffiti. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about. So we've spoken about Mac. Let's actually say that crew name. We need to give them. Okay. Care. Easy Riders. Easy Riders. And that specific writer I was talking about was Acme. Acme. Yeah. Like the the style that I saw, I still can envisage it in my mind. This a lot of kind of. There was there was almost like these portal bits where letters are going through each other. There was quite yeah. a few curls. And lots of curls, lots of good connections. Yeah. Got a kind of kind of Western style, mm-hmm. Wild Wild West kind of yeah. old school feel to it as well. Well, yeah, man, he's been he's been rocking that style for for so long. Isn't it? And then in terms of because I know we did speak the other night, and I got all like. <laughs> about the metro system. Yeah. And, um, so let's oh, let's oh, talk oh, about oh. the metro. Yeah. So <clears throat> anyone that's listening to this that is into trains, which a lot of writers are, weirdly enough. Am I the first person from, from Glasgow? Yeah, you're the oh, first. You're the first, first Scottish person. You're the first Scottish person. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I need to like. You can't speak, speak for the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you've had no, pre- no preparation, no pre no, no pressure. No here's, pressure. Here's, here's a six pack of beers now. <laughs> <laughs> everything okay, so let's talk about the Metro. So yeah. it was funny when you were describing it to our friend, let's yeah. just say, shout out to that person. He knows who he is. I know he listens. Okay, um, sure. And <laughs> you were talking about, so describing... And I just said, I said the clockwork orange, and it was like, the what? So did you want to describe to people that don't know what the Glasgow metro system is in terms of, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you take that one over. Yeah, um, so the Glasgow metro system is actually maybe, I think it's the third oldest system on the planet. Oh. Um, I think maybe New York being the first, but yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's absolutely ancient. And, um, it's called the Clockwork Orange because it doesn't have like it's, it's just it's just one loop around the city. You know, it's, it <laughs> it's like one circle around the city. Um, it doesn't you know steer off to um, connect to other parts. It's just yeah one big circle. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's meant to be kind of one of the hardest systems to paint because there's only there's only one one kind of depot in the entire city. So I think for a lot of people who are really into you know paint steel and you know, ticking, ticking all the boxes, they, they kind of put um, <clears throat> the Glasgow s- system up in a pedestal because it's quite hard to um, conquer. <laughs> and the trains are actually orange. Yeah, and the trains themselves are beautiful, they're like, they're like tubes, they're like very small when you're, when you're standing on the platform like next to them, they're quite weird, kind of alien looking, but yeah, they're like orange and they're, they're cylinder shaped. Almost. <laughs> and I've seen photos somewhere, I guess it's Scot- it must be Scotland, but you never know. There's a bar somewhere where they've got an old um, they've got an old train from the, the Glasgow Metro in the bar. Mm. And then you can go and sit in it and I'm, I'm, and again I No really? I, yeah. Because I've got a mate who he's like 
He's like, because I always, obs- I, I'm one of those people where I'm very obsessive. I doubt I'll ever fucking paint it. But I'm like, oh, that fucking, that system, that system, like the clockwork orange. <laughs> For some reason, I think it's the name. I think it's the location. Yeah. It's because it's got one yard. Yes. It's because it's like most people, and a lot of people that I've, you know, painted with in the past or whatever, and they're pretty hardcore train writers. They're like, that's their unicorn. That's yeah, the system that that's probably the, never that's get. Morbid dick. Yes. That's what they want to. They're trying to be Ahab, but yeah. I want to know where that <laughs> is. that the right character? I'm actually reading Moby Dick, but I've only read about one for one millionth of it. It's a long book, book, man. Yeah. My, dad, my dad's always saying, you know, read it. But yeah. <laughs> so you've got this. So does it go around in one direction? Um, no, so it's two directions. There's um, goes all the way around and then comes back, or is there two? Two trains, yeah, two ah. trains, and it's. I just, I just remember being so young and being so scared to go on the platforms because the platforms in Glasgow are so narrow, thin, and you feel so vulnerable and exposed being like in the middle. Um, and then there's a whoosh, train coming this side, whoosh, train coming that side. It's oh, so the platform's in the middle? The platform's right in the middle. So I remember like as a kid, like having to stand on the steps going down to the platform. Like I couldn't, mm. couldn't stand on the actual platform because it's like quite intimidating. and. You know, you can hear it coming from afar, and it's it's quite a uh, it's quite an experience. <laughs> and this <laughs> when, is when you're young. <laughs> this is a shout out to all the train nerds out there that are all dribbling yeah. about the glass. <laughs> but as we as we did discuss the other day, as always, where there's a will, there's a way. So we'll just leave it at that. We're not fucking giving too many details. But so that's the train system, which I guess you know it sounds like a tough system to do. But one thing I've really become aware of. Um, recently is and this is shout out to P- the pizza boy uh, magazine is that mm. i've read through that and it looks like there's a really lively wall and street scene in glasgow mm. yeah well <clears throat> glasgow doesn't actually have any legal walls to paint like um it's one of the one of the few kind of big cities across the world i guess that doesn't have any you know legal walls there's obviously walls that writers have um been going to the chair spots and stuff and Writers, uh, walls, sorry, that writers have publicly kind of commandeered and started painting. But yeah, there's no, there's no official legal walls, and I think kind of the the reasoning behind that was um, just to kind of deter, um, you know, sectarianism because you know Glasgow is very divided when it comes to its football teams, um, Glasgow and Rangers, and you know I think um, yeah that was <clears throat> that was the reasoning behind it. You know, so they didn't want to. They don't want to plaster them sort of <clears throat> sectarian, sectarianist messages, messages and stuff. So, ah, interesting <clears throat> because what's, so it's Glasgow Rangers and, and Celtic. Yeah, Glasgow Celtic. And Celtic is a uh, yeah, Catholic. An, yeah, and Irish, Rangers are uh, Protestant. Like, yeah, Protestant. So for people that are listening to this and don't know, maybe some of the history of. And again, blame the English. Always blame the fucking. I'm not even joking about that because it's something to do with the English being complete wankers and fucking something up and just being like, oh, what could possibly go wrong? But the troubles that happened in Northern Ireland, that was a Protestant and Catholic thing. Mm. And also, again, because of the closeness. So people that don't know how big the UK is, it's fucking tiny. Yeah, it's, it's so small, especially you know, like coming to somewhere like Australia, you know, you can... Uh, Realise how small it is. <laughs> and then you think, why the fuck did my travel more? I know, like, I remember being on the bus to Edinburgh and resenting that hour long journey, you know, it took me nearly an hour to get here. <laughs> yeah. I, used to, I used to think that 
going when I lived in Bristol to London on a coach. It was cheap because again, getting the train in England is just fucking pointless. Yeah, it's just it's it's fucking it's, insane. It's a bomb, man. It's insane. But I remember thinking that the three-hour bus trip from Bristol to London, which is actually like seven quid, was a long way. Now, if you drive from Sydney to Melbourne, it's at least eight and a half to nine hours drive. And, Crazy, I know. And that's and that's again. I try not to have too many regrets in my life, but one of the big regrets is that I didn't travel more. Because when I've then gone back to England, it's like I could have gone from where my mum lives to Paris in like three hours. Yeah. And I, I never did. I know. It always seemed, but I guess it's all subjective <clears throat> or objective, whichever one it is. Yeah, because, it's all relative to where you live. Because yeah. so. I've never been to Glasgow. Yeah. I've never, I've been to Newcastle upon time once when I was like, when we were on our way to, we went to Edinburgh when I was really young and yeah. I kind of remember it, but I guess that's a, a thing is that that's one thing I really want to do now is just travel a bit more. But now, because of fucking COVID, yeah. again, because that's the only problem we've got, not hundreds of thousands of people potentially dying or, or yeah. whatever. It's because graffiti writers can't fucking travel. Can't interrail, man. I want to go to... Anyway, anyway there's, always, there's always an opportunity to do that. So in terms of like... So we've talked about Glasgow. We've kind of given an idea. So in terms of then the buff in... Um, Glasgow is it is it sporadic is there areas where it's really bombed is it you know how can you describe it because I really want to paint a picture yes. of people's minds so um I don't think I'm I'm the best person to really comment I've not I've not been there in two and a half years yeah. now oh so, yeah there is that point yeah but it's uh, but you know I, I do watch I do watch a lot online um I watch it very closely and um yeah from from what I can tell man you know there's been crazy um rise in the standard of what people are doing kind of on the street um i don't know i, I, I don't know what it was but just like i remember you know being in glasgow painting illegally you know like bombing and stuff it just felt so i don't know i was just like so paranoid for some reason but i think that's just because of how untouched the city was and i think you know the more the place gets smashed you know um, it, it builds people's confidence and people can push their limits more and more each time so um, yeah but but now I think because of lockdown um, specifically that's had a huge effect in it um, because of lockdown people are just getting away with murder man to be honest <laughs> and um, yeah the buff the buff is, 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 is lacking as well um, those kind of spots that as I said before you know writers are, are, are kind of commandeering and just taking over and taking for themselves. The kind of way the kind of way Melbourne is, you know, um, there's just some walls in Melbourne that there'd be absolutely no point trying to take back or like, you know, buff or like keep clean because they're just always gonna get always gonna get trashed. So I think I think Glasgow's kinda grown in that way that, you know, people are just um, taking sports for themselves now. And I love to see that. Yeah, another another city where that's happening, Bristol, yeah. where I lived for ten years and it was pretty it was a pretty lively city, but now I'm seeing flicks of Bristol. And Are I'm you noticing like, it in Bristol? Yeah. I'm just, just like, holy fuck! Yeah. All these areas where it was like, it was it was bombed already, but now there's just whole areas where it was almost like bits that were not really that painted, and yeah. now look like they're just yeah, crushed. And this <clears throat> and this isn't just bombing. This is like. Like the, I, I, I was talking to someone this morning and he's like, Bristol is 
hammered. Do you think that's because of the lockdown as well? I just think that Bristol is, I, yes, mm. yes, to some degree, but I think Bristol is one of those places where it's a really cool city because it's not massive, it's mm. not huge. There's a lot of um, creative and music stuff which happens there. And it's also a bit of a draw for other cities. So there's crews there without mentioning them that are from, without you know, giving too much information, but people that are from the Midlands, there's people there from up north, there's people there from Wales, there's... Okay, so it's like quite a, a melting pot. Yeah, and it's a city that's probably cheaper, or well, it was cheaper when I lived there than London. Yeah. And shout out to everyone in Bristol. I know yeah, people listen. I, I can't wait to visit, man. I really can't. I, I, every time I go back, every Such time I've been things. back there in the last six years, I've just been like, holy shit. This place is fucking bombed. <laughs> <laughs> what you said, as soon as you get off the train, it's like, yeah. it came out your mouth. Yes, it, uh, yeah, when I go back to Glasgow, man, it's honestly going to be so, so different. Who says that in Style Wars? Someone just, they're walking down that swimming, this place is bombed. I don't know who it is, if Min or Quick, I don't know. But that's what I love to see, where a city has obviously been fighting graffiti for a long time. I've also, I'm seeing flicks of London as well, and it just looks, and I know London is a way bigger city mm. than Bristol, but it, again, it looks fucking bombed. <laughs> Where it's like, and this is the thing, it's like pieces, and then like throw ups above that, and then roller pieces yeah. above that, and that's- People just trying to find any space yeah, they can. Yeah, trying to find a spot, and when I was back there last time, I just remember seeing 10 foot, 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 just fucking everywhere. And that's what I, you know, and we're talking about Melbourne. Melbourne, it's fucking hammered. It's ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> Melbourne's probably the biggest graffiti culture shock I've had in my life. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, man, it's just nothing, nothing compares. Like, two, two years there and it still blows my mind, you know. But it just shows you, doesn't it, that... It just shows you, yeah, like, what's, what's achievable when I think, you know, the fear... It's kind of all in your head, and at the end of the day, it's just a, it's just a mindset, isn't it? Because back, like in Glasgow, people are just you know sticking on high vises and yeah. just painting painting chill walls like as if it's commissioned or something. And you know, it's like if you have that confidence, you know, you're just completely projecting that, and yeah. you know, the energy you're giving out is that it's it's all okay, you know. And um, if police were to come, you could probably just talk your way out of a situation. But if you're Doing that within the frame of mind that oh this is this is bad yeah. this is gonna yeah. get me caught like you know yeah. you're just gonna start acting that way and projecting that energy so yeah it's all it's all down to how you feel about it. <laughs> I'll give an example of that when we were when we were going to that pub that we went to the other night or the other up the other afternoon after painting yeah and there was that police van <laughs> and I like went yeah. into full panic mode yeah, and you... took the wrong turn and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm. I just looked so fucking bait. Yeah. And I was just like, oh God. Well, it's like, what are you even shook about? I think it's just so hardwired into me to be like, to be yeah. almost become, but you're right. I think it's that term I've been using recently, so red hot that it's not. It's so, you're so red hot what yeah. you're doing that it looks like you should just be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like invisible in plain sight. Like you're saying, whack on a high vis. Yeah. <laughs> do most of your fill with roller paint. Yeah, and then. Fucking Quick outline. Because <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they see you get the spray can out, they're like, 
That's graffiti. Because yeah. I heard a, heard a really good podcast with Ein, Ben Ein, and he was saying how a lot of the let like you know, I assume you know who Ein is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Previous pretty hardcore train writer and bomber. Um, then doing so, doing these letters, and he's saying they went to this this old rundown bit of London. It was just this big wall. They kind of washed it down and just did it with brushes. So they were literally painting the letters with brushes and did these really amazing things. And he said that no one even batted an eyelid. Yeah. But as soon as a spray can came out, totally. it was like, hang on a sec. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. You can't. No, you can't do that here. What, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? So that's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. I guess there's so much. Just the idea of someone spray painting, there's obviously a lot of... It triggers people. Yeah. yeah. If you see someone with a paintbrush, you're like, oh, what are they doing? That's <laughs> yeah. nice. They're just painting that wall. Oh, a dirty tag, they're doing yeah, a tag. Yeah, so offended by you know, the rattle of the can or the, the spray paint. It, but then again, I think it's just people are fucking brainwashed. <laughs> or are we just the people who are brainwashed and we're like, no, they're brainwashed. I know, I know. We're being Biden supporters and then there's Trump supporters over there. No, they're fucking... Well, actually, no, I would kind of agree with that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so, okay, well, it sounds like... Having... Yeah, the, the city's totally changed since being yeah. there. Um, and yeah, as I said, you know, I think, I think lockdown had a lot to do with it. Is there many places in Glasgow, because again, and this is no joke, Blame the English. I know a lot of the industry just got shut down on it. That, thinking about it, fuck, that was like the 80s. That's a long time ago. <laughs> fuck. Jesus. Oh, it was a couple of years ago. No, that was nearly 40 years ago. Um, <laughs> no, that is 40 years ago. 1980 was 41 years ago. It's crazy, Christ. isn't it? <laughs> uh, old man syndrome. I swear that was yesterday. But is there any kind of... Is there any remains of that, like, run down? Because most cities do have some areas where it comes, like, old industrial areas. Does Glasgow have much of that at all? Or is it, like, it's been such a long time now that they've been kind of redeveloped? Because there was a lot of areas like that in Sydney. Yeah. You can't really believe it now, but a lot of the very gentrified areas now were just, like, warehouses and warehouses and warehouses that were almost like a fucking playground. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think... Kind of towards the end of me um, leaving Glasgow, there was there was so many of all the kind of monumental big factors uh, that everyone would learn to paint at or just paint the weekend. Yeah, all of them were getting taken down, man. Um, and it was always kind of um, in an area called Tradeston. So you had the AJ factory, which was like so iconic, um, and each each factory got like named after the the crew that painted it first. So. It was AJ crew that found it, so yeah, the AJ crew, the, the AJ factory, sorry, got, got taken down and then Scotland Street got taken down and it's it's, it's, it's kind of a shame, man, you know, um, people don't have that, you know, that, that really fun kind of experiencing of like um, exploring abandoned factories and I think that's just like so hand in hand with graffiti and like how you start and, you know, these are the places you come up in and you're kind of always going every weekend and stuff. And then you hear the rumours. So I used to go to somewhere at Wandsworth. It was nowhere near where I lived, but we went to Wandsworth, one place in Wandsworth. So anyone that's from maybe the Londonish area will probably have known Wandsworth. It was a huge rundown factory or warehouse or whatever the fuck it was, right next to the Thames. But it got to the point where getting in there was almost as difficult as getting into a fucking train yard. You <laughs> yeah. like, they put fences yeah. in and then you had to like climb round this spiked fence totally. so not impale yourself on the spiked fence but you had to go 
round the edge, so you're basically hanging above the Thames. It's about a tw 15, 20 foot drop. And then it's no, there's no, you just literally just fall into the Thames to get into a warehouse. Once you're in, it was like this almost endless array of stuff. I've still got some flicks from it. And I went and painted there, and some days there'd be like 15, 20, 30 people painting Yeah, there. you would just bump into people. And... Yeah. But then you had the, the rumours, don't go into the other rooms. What was the rumours? Well, there's all the crackheads and zombies. Oh, ah, okay. And I'd be like, oh, really? And then you'd kind of go, ah, bullshit, that's a rumour. <laughs> and then you'd kind of like go for a bit, and it was almost like this labyrinth type thing, and then you get to some rooms with no lights, and you'd be like, nah, maybe I'm just going to fucking bail <laughs> on this. But we got a fucking <clears throat> nutty chase coming out of there because my mate decided, oh yeah, I'm just going to do a pen tag coming oh, out of the warehouse before for, you know all it. All for a pen tag. All for a pen tag. <laughs> a fucking couple of coppers, right, we're on the covers. Because again, it was a well-known place where people smoke crack and yeah. did heroin oh. as well. So they then went, these coppers trying to be proper street, like, look lads, yeah, if you got any fucking blow on you, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we were like, I, was, I remember the time thinking, what the fuck do they blow? Like, got any blow on you, you're fucked. And then my mate, he'd like sprinted off, he legged it, um, he jumped on a bus, then a fucking police van comes flying around the corner and like blocks the bus. He jumps off at the back, they go running after him, and then another six or seven of us are just running through Wandsworth in the daytime, splitting up. Before you know it, I'm not sure if it was related, there's a fucking helicopter above us. <laughs> and this is all over a fucking warehouse. We're like throwing cans into the fucking bushes. Yeah, we did. We squished clothes. like jumped into a fucking, what was it, PC warehouse or something like that? PC, it's, it probably doesn't exist anymore, but it's like a, um, a UK computer supplies chain and he just jumped through a fence like did a fucking proper home since like <laughs> through a fence and just like laid there for ages and we all met up and it was all over a fucking pen tag that's fucked man <laughs> well at least you've got this you know banging story yeah. you've tell. got any fucking blow on you like, who do these guys think they are i guess they assumed that we were like crackheads or something i don't know like if you've got any blow on your lads, you fucked. <laughs> so, no, I don't do. Oh, well, I didn't even know what blow was. But anyway, anyway. So, so in terms of then, um, so it sounds like there was. There's been quite a long history of graffiti in Glasgow, and quite a lot of writers who obviously went to those warehouses and kind of got their first experiences and that exploration and that type of stuff. What about the train lines? You know, how yeah, is there, so, is there, so we've talked about the metro, yeah. so the, the clockwork orange. Um, is there overground? No, um, so um, like most kind of railway systems in Scotland are not they're not overground, they're all kind of like underground. Not not like under the ground, but they're all like I don't know, like like you'll be walking around Melbourne and there's yeah. gonna be like a train like flying past, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll close the road off just so a train right. like they're not they're on the street in Melbourne. Are they sunken down? They're sunken down. down, yeah. So like I think that's called a cut and shut. What's that called? I was trying to describe it. I think it's a cut and shut. A cut and I saw shut. A cut and shut because I watched a documentary about the London Underground, as yeah. you do. I think a cut and shut is where they like dig down into the ground. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this, imagine digging like a rectangle or a square into the ground and then they put the train tracks in it. Yeah. So that's a cut 
and then a shut would be if they then put stuff over the top. So that's why it's a cut and shut. Oh. But I guess, so if you were looking, say you're walking along the street and you could look down. You can look down into these things, oh. yeah. But it like it makes so much sense because, you know, in Melbourne, the amount of traffic jams that happen because trains are coming every 15 minutes <laughs> to the point where they're like making platforms that yeah. go 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 above. So yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it makes sense having these cutting shots. I guess know, they're pretty bombed though. The no, they're, no, this is the thing though. So the walls are like not smooth. The walls are these like huge bricks about two meters wide uh, and they're like so bumpy, covered in moss and there's no texture. So it's like, yeah, ideally, you know, you would want to be able to paint all of these walls, but a lot of the tracks in, in Scotland are, you know, these like horrible textured walls that are going to need kind of layers and layers of paint before anything really shows. What you shows maybe describe as if people that have been to Edinburgh, yeah, that, that's yeah, literally the castle, yeah, <laughs> like a like yeah. castle style um, tracks. Have people walls. tried? Have people been like, yeah, we're gonna give it a go, and it just goes, yeah, like um, people have tried to embrace it. Uh, one of my mates, you know, I think he went through a period of just trying to embrace it and bomb them, but like, yeah, I think I, I think you it's just a, go, don't I think it's a no go, man. So you need to be even more kind of innovative with how you um, tracks it, track size and stuff, but. Well, anyone that's listening to this that's from Glasgow, I know there's people from Glasgow that actually do this. Do you have a big fan base from Glasgow? Well, actually enough, shout out to the person who's ordered, who kindly paid for a Toy Division t-shirt all the way from Glasgow. Shout out to them. And shout out to that person because they gave some really positive feedback. So shout out to them. I'm not going to give their gender because we're gender neutral on in, uh, Instagram. <laughs> Toy division. This that is would, this would, half really of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them. Um, and you know, I think a shout out to anyone that's in Glasgow. But I guess I heard a really good podcast with someone from ATG, and they were talking about the now passed away Don of ATG asset about how he was like, no, we're going to start doing these fucking walls, these brick old walls. I know it sounds like a different thing, but a lot of the London track sides, probably not as extreme sort of texture as you're talking about, but yeah. um, I hope this is still fucking recording. <laughs> it's just comments on the screen saying, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've never put the charger in. Talking for two hours and I didn't even press didn't even press fucking record. Hang on, I'm just gonna plug it in. And I leave I now leave this stuff in because it's like it's it's realness. Yeah. Um, so I guess because I heard a really good episode and it was talking about how, you know, the Lund the old not old but ATG, they were like, right, we're just gonna roll her. Not just with any cheap shitty buff paint, but like and again, buff paint means mulch from anyone from the UK. Yeah, just mulch. You know. yeah. Because when I first came here, people were saying, are we going to buff it? And yeah, we're like, going to buff it. There's a few like Australian words, like the yeah. cap and buff. Yeah. Um, and also, what's it? Aussies called, call a second outline? Oh, they call it an aura. Force field. I know. A force field. <laughs> you've got a force field and an aura. You've got a key line. I'm feeling the aura. I'm feeling the aura. And I need to, not taking the piss out of Aussie writers. Because I'm rolling up at my front door. What are you saying about the fucking You're saying about my fucking aura, bruh. My force field. That's um, our fucking work. Yeah, that's <laughs> our fucking world, Cap. Um, sorry if that terrible Australian impression. I, I don't mean any offence. Um, <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, he was talking about how it was just, they used this really like in, in industrial strength 
paint mm. to like roll the walls and we're doing colour productions. And people are like, you don't do colour productions on London trackside? And then they did. But I also read Panic's bit in his self-published thing, Night on the Tiles. He was saying the problem was, was that they would then go and spend four or five hours all night doing like a crazy fucking proper production and then a crew from the other side of London that had beef with them could just like get on the tracks and um, just do throw-ups over it and they were like uh maybe we won't do that <laughs> all that for nothing yeah so okay so we're getting this idea that we're getting well I'm getting this idea that there's a lot happening in Glasgow but yeah. it sounds like so tracks aren't really much of an option mm. um in terms of then like commuters, commuter trains, do they get painted very much? Does much run? Um, so Again, we're talking from what you know from two and a bit years from, ago. From what I know, yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff, well, kind of most of the stuff gets put online. So yeah, there was like a kind of a weird period, maybe like you know, two years ago where all these whole cars just like started kind of appearing um, in Glasgow. There was like quite a famous stay home kind of coronavirus nice. one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it does get done, um, not as much as maybe you know, other European cities, but it's definitely a commuter scene, but at the same time, you know, it's when there's only so many people, you know, painting, like mm. it, it kind of, it's kind of dead obvious who it is at the end of the day, so yeah. it's kind of, it's not in their best interest to constantly smash, well, maybe some people do, you know, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some people are just like, they know who I am, I've been writing yeah. the same word for fucking 20 years. Totally, but when there's not, you know, when there's not like a lot of it going, up, going around, like it's, I get, I'm sure it gets kind of obvious, but um, no, it's, it's, it's definitely had its time for trains and stuff, and I'm sure, I'm sure it still gets done. Because is there, is there, so just to give an idea, and this is me, me being the train nerd, so obviously got the metro, and then there's the commuters. Do they go all the way really rural? It's kind of like mm, yeah, they do. So you've got the kind of the local, the local trains that kind of travel from kind of central to south side. Um, they look completely different to the ones that go kind of rural. The rural ones, um, these big fucking blue kind of new looking ones with big Scotland flags across them. Oh, I've just seen kinda, those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, they're not flags, but they're like little dots that kind of yeah, yeah. disperse into like... All the train nerds that are listening to this are like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Crank, like, run out, they're like, yeah, I want that fucking model, yeah! Just like booking their tickets to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, but they're fairly new, so... Well, that's that's train nerds. That the train nerds. nerds. Yeah, but I mean, it, it it's got a bit of everything, you know. It's it's a, kind of your, your your typical scene, um, but we do have kind of more recently um, something called Yardworks Festival, mm -hmm. um, which was started by a guy called Gaz, um, who works at SWG Three. He's kind of created his own graffiti festival in Scotland, and you know, it's it's, it's super important what he's doing because it's bringing kind of international attention to the city and kind of putting it on the map. Um, the first one I painted that in 2018, you know, we had Martha Cooper um, come, oh, come to the festival. Yeah, and she did like this talk and she was going around. They have like this big yard with like um, just people painting. So you have muralists, writers, there was this big maze in the middle where, you know, and, and it, was, it was open to the locals, you know, so people running around and, you know, um, family, family day out. But yeah, Martha Cooper was there, you know, they had 
Um, Did she look really uninterested? Yeah, <laughs> she couldn't understand what the fuck anyone was saying. Okay, so there was that that happened and Martha Cooper just looked confused. This is the thing I find quite interesting about. Uh, on a complete side note, has anyone here ever completely misguessed your accent? Because I've had a few people tell me that oh, I sound... Totally, Are you from Ireland? Yeah, I always get Irish, but that's cool because... I love the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just don't understand how the fuck someone could think I sound Irish. It's, yeah, it's like... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Unless you need to get it. No, no, no. Not at all. Um, yeah, like the accent always gets mistaken. Yeah. Man. And it's always quite a shock in people's faces, you know. Whenever <laughs> you open your mouth, especially in Melbourne, I think one of the most kind of... Um, uh, hardest things I had to do is like when I when I moved to Melbourne, you know, I was really, I was, I was essentially moving here, you know, to find yeah. work as a muralist and yeah. kind of paint commercially more. So um, my only kind of idea to get the work was to kind of go um, shop to shop in each kind of suburb and yeah. take folios and business cards yeah. and you know I'd, I'd rock up to shops <laughs> and just like ask to see the owner and ask yeah. them if they wanted a mural and it was just the confusion on her face you know <laughs> a guy a guy from Glasgow asking to paint the wall of this cafe or something you know <laughs> it's so weird because I often I don't know if it's being English and just having a lot of exposure to the different accents but often I'll see it on TV programs and stuff where it's maybe someone from Scotland, someone from Ireland, someone from Newcastle, and I can pretty much understand 100% what yeah, the person saying. And there's fucking subtitles. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, and I've also, I remember seeing a comment on like, it's like, I think it was a, uh, the rapper Jest from the UK, a great UK rapper. I remember reading some of the YouTube comments, it's like, I can't, I can't understand these fucking bricks. And I'm like, how can you not understand what he's saying? But I guess when you're hearing, but I, I don't have it where I hear that many accents and can't understand what they're saying. I found it difficult now with COVID because of the masks. I think, uh, I think that's half of it is lip reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've also had it where people just go, "Oh my god, you've got such a strong English accent." And I'm like. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> fucking over it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was born, well, I wasn't born in England, but I grew oh. up in England from four years old. I lived there for 30 years. I am English. But how do you think, you know, I feel like at least English accents are very much normalised within like media and, you know, kind of pop culture and stuff. Right. Whereas, you know, Scotland, specifically Glasgow, it's like pretty unheard of amongst, um, Never thought about that. Yeah, like we, we, we don't have much, you know, popular media that, uh, like, other than, you know, kind of typical things like train spotting and stuff, but, like, other than that, you know. Which isn't a great. It's not a great representation. Maybe that's where I'm Welsh things. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, so, like, train spotting. So, what do you know about Scotland? <laughs> Brutal fucking heroin. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. And. Maybe the guy that's from in Highlander who's actually <laughs> Scottish, but no one and knows. Braveheart. Oh wait, that was Mel Gibson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Fuck. What else is there? Uh, what's a claim to fame other than graffiti and a Clockwork Orange? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's all you need. That's all, all you need, man. We've got all the fucking uh, train riders <laughs> sitting there wanking over the um, Glasgow Metro. So moving on from talking about wanking over train systems. <laughs> I guess to kind of 
tie this up together. I guess we've spoken a lot about Scotland and Glasgow and the scenes and stuff like that, but I guess talking more about you, like how did you get into graffiti? What was it that inspired you? Um, I don't know, I think it was a build-up of things. Um, I had two mates that did graph and um, it never really interested me, but getting them in contact always kind of interested me. And then the day I kind of put them both into contact, they started like um, sketching in this little this little book in my room. And then, I don't know, from that day on, you know, I just I just took it upon myself to start sketching into this, this little book myself. But um, the, the fundamental appeal was always Know, choosing a name, I think that's what really got me going. Um, I love the idea of picking out an identity and just more of the sport of graffiti as opposed to like the aesthetic. You know, it wasn't kind of. It wasn't until a couple of years in that I started like really liking and having a taste for graph and having my own kind of um, taste and styles. But yeah, it was more kind of the everything that surrounded it really. And in terms of then. Um, was there any kind of publications that stood out to you as being like something where you're like, oh shit, this is actually a thing? Because obviously you've got those two mates that have turned up and like started yeah. sketching and you're like, okay. Yeah. But then understanding that it's not just something that exists Within. in your kind of not, not tiny part of the world because of third largest city in the UK <laughs> which I now know which is yeah. this has been a fact uh, fact learning thing for me yeah. but um, in terms of then because you know people say subway art style wars yeah, was like, there anything that stands out to you being like seeing it being like oh shit this is this is this thing and then I guess people that are a little bit younger than me it may not be that you know I just what 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 is there anything you can remember that popped up and you're like oh shit I think it was, yeah, I think it was um, when I started doing it myself and I had more more of an awareness of it around, you know, Glasgow City and I think, you know, once you first have this awareness of graph, you know, it's like unravelling this kind of The veil is lifted yeah. and you're like, oh shit. You're like, you start looking at your city from this whole new kind of perspective. So I think it was, um, you know, just like, yeah, seeing, seeing my city through new eyes, which was really the kind of moment of wow, this is something so kind of, you know, different and unique and underground and like no one's, no one else really knows about it other than, you know, mm. the people involved. Um, in terms of publications, not really. Um, Was there any graffiti magazines or anything that came out of nah, Scotland? It's, it's, it's never been really big for its, its, its kind of graph publications. We had, we had kind of online um, websites like Flickr and um, one that was kind of older was it was called Dunkin' Coming. Did you ever? Yes. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you go with Dunkin' Coming? Yeah. So that was like the archive, fucking. I remember that. Yeah. Fuck. That was the that, that that was the one. That was that was kind of before my time. But like I remember, I was kind of on it bits and bobs. But fuck, man, Dunkin' Coming was like a hardcore graph graph. So if anyone's mishearing graph. that. It's yeah. actually the guy's name. Yeah. It's not a porn song. Yeah. It's <laughs> dumb I said that so casually. No, but it's because again, we people listening for and then like, so it's the word Dun the name Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N, and coming C U Double M. What was the so was he just a? I don't know. Yes, it's quite a strange name, but I think that was like the the origins of like like you know online graffiti. 
Because there was there was obviously then things like Enigma. Again, I don't know if you're, you're probably a bit you're a bit too young. Because I spoke to another mate on a, another episode, and I was like, "Oh, you remember Location Twelve and Enigma?" And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Digital Jungle." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Oh my god, that was for me." We I found that was like 15, 16. What's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that? So it was first. It was. Digital Jungle, which was like an archive of graffiti from around the UK. Then Enigma was like a monthly graffiti online magazine. Way before, like the people that did it were seeing way, way ahead of, at the time, the internet was like fucking dial up slow. <laughs> and then Location 12, which was like a daily updated UK thing where it would just have people would contribute flicks like people would send flicks in and then every day you'd have like an update yeah um they're still available online so go to graffiti.org forward slash dj and for the younger people out there you actually have to type that in so you have to go into your web browser <laughs> and that sounds so fucking patronizing slash slash www.graffiti.org forward slash dj or just go onto a search engine Try not to use Google, use DuckDuckGo, way better. You don't get tracked as much. <laughs> um, and just look up Digital Jungle. And my mate had found it and he was like, so there's thousands of train flicks from the wow. 90s and the early 2000s on here. And I'm like, yeah. And shitloads of bombing, yeah. And like thousands of legal war flicks from all over the UK. I'm like, yeah. It's like, why isn't this on Instagram? Yeah. Because like, it was way before Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay, so. In terms of then, so we talked about the past. We talked about, you know, really painted that picture. Again, pun probably intended about Glasgow. But what keeps you excited now with graffiti? Because I guess we catch that bug. Some of us kind of, it kind of peters out a little bit. Others, it just sticks with us. So what is keeping you doing it now? Um, I don't know. I think I'm following trends as kind of what keeps me, you know, inspired, it keeps me still kind of interested. Um, I think, yeah, I think, like, I love this kind of new wave of, like, anti-style that's, that's kind of coming around, and obviously we don't see it in Glasgow very much, but, you know, I, I suppose things like Instagram, you know, it just, they can keep you constantly connected and involved and constantly, like, consuming what is new and what is out there, so... Um, yeah, I think things like that, and obviously just being in Melbourne, you know, before I, before I left um, Glasgow to come here, you know, I was more um, kind of passionate about illustration and, you know, painting murals and stuff, but um, coming, to, coming to somewhere like Melbourne, where the scene is just, you know, second to none, I think that's really re restruck the flame, is that a, is that a term you used? Re-lit <laughs> Re my fire. Re-lit my fire. Was it take that that did that? Was it re my fire? I don't fucking know. No, those guys. I don't know, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah, but just, just, just seeing what's going on in Melbourne, man, you know, it's really, it's really blowing my mind, so I'm just, um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And like I said I'm going there tomorrow, so no I need one, to. No one will know until they go, you know. And and also, I know people <laughs> from Melbourne listen to this. Yeah, yeah, they have no idea, man. They um. Someone, they someone goes, oh, it's been pretty hard buff the last few years, and I'm like, what was it like before? Yeah. If this is when it's buffed, the... if this is when it's fucking buffed, what the fuck was it like before? Like yeah. I remember when I was working there at one point, driving. I was driving to different appointments with clients. 
and I was seeing NOST, N-O-S-T, rooftops. And yeah. it was like, NOST, NOST? NOST, <laughs> so I've just mixed up the two words. NOST, pork, NOST, pork, NOST, pork, NOST, pork, NOST. And these NOST throw ups, it was like one street was like, bam, 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 bam. And I know, I know what blew my mind. I went for a walk one day, three people from the UK, different parts of the UK. I know maybe one of them listens to this, shout out to him, he knows. And we went and just sat by the tracks. No fence, literally just sitting there on an old log, drinking beers, watching the trains come past. Yeah. And I looked, to my, I looked behind us and there's just track sides for like- It's insane. For as it? far as I can see. Yeah. And it, I'm just like, I need to fucking move to this place. Yeah. And that's gonna happen. Yeah. So the big reveal. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> now I've just I'll, I'll be sending my full ID to everyone in the post. As well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's the that's it. So what we were saying before about you know the trains travelling through the city as opposed to down yeah. under the ground like yeah. Scotland. So that's like that's the big advantage. You know the amount of spots available in Melbourne. Because I, mean, I can't imagine how many riders there must be in Melbourne. Yeah, and that's it as well. Just the complete and utter oversaturation of. Yeah of writers, it seems as though like everyone has an awareness of graph or every young person has dabbled in it at some point. Like someone's got a kind of vague history of How could you ignore it? Yeah. It's oh, almost it's, it's almost the selling point of Melbourne at this. And then now it's like it's a selling point, but we know that there was a big uproar when a bunch of people went to Certain laneway coming in. Um, <laughs> so shout out to anyone that I got sent that video so many times, man. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really what made you realise that Melbourne wants to be known as the street art capital of f- fucking whatever, but they want to dictate what that street art is. Yeah, and they want to dictate what's acceptable. Yeah. So on that note, we've got a fucking delicious cottage pie to eat. I better put it in the oven. Nice and uh. Yeah, nice and British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have some fishy chips and a bottle of water and a cottage pie. <laughs> and um, people take the piss. Um, shout, out to, shout out to the person, I know he listens to this, that always goes, oh, bottle of water to me. It's like, it's never going to get old. Maybe I will bottle you one day. <laughs> so that was a threat. That's bad. So on that note, let's tie it up. And um, thanks so much for participating. Thanks, thanks for having me, man. And shout out to the um, Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs>